0: Hello beautiful souls and welcome back to the podcast. I am so excited to have you guys here today and I just want to thank you as well. Like time is our most precious resource and for you guys to be spending time listening to what little old me has to say. I just really appreciate that. So, I'm really excited about um, what I'm gonna share today. And especially as well, I'm recording this at the time of the Tokyo Olympics. So, feeling all the nostalgia bubbling up within me at the moment, and just honestly, really proud. Um, And okay, we're gonna go on a side tangent. Here we go! Here we go, Um, because y'all get to hear into all of this. You know, for so many years, I honestly thought that for so many, like after the Olympics, I just thought, how am I ever going to be able to watch another Olympics without just feeling this deep, sad regret that I'm not there? I was just literally was like, how am I ever going to, you know, I either have to go to all the next Olympics ever, or I'm going to just like hate my life. That's literally what I thought, because the Olympics as an athlete, Can be such a high that you know, it's you just want to keep going back, right? Like, it's like the coolest thing in the world. Everyone cares about you for two weeks, you know, like you get all this free stuff. Like, it is really, really cool and it's hard to get there, obviously. I mean, it's so worth it for all those athletes that do. And I just thought I'm just never going to be able to get over this. (laughs) But honestly, finding myself and finding out who I am outside of an athlete, and if there's any people out there that identify themselves as a as one thing Um, and I could this could be the athletes out there or this could you identify yourself as a mom or just by the job that you have I think it's so incredibly important to truly understand who you are outside of the titles that you give yourself and outside of the job that you do and the hobbies that you have Because the more that we know who we are, the more I feel like deep fulfillment that we have in our life. And that really is, you know, what I do in my Clarity Code program. And then, you know, by knowing who we are on a deeper level, like we know what we want to do with our lives. But I I really went through this process of learning out who I am. Learning out, learning about who I am outside of this definition as a synchronized swimmer. Because that was me for 18 years. Um, but there was also this thing, you know, I truly feel like it was my soul that was just like, I'm more than this. Even though I love that. I love that part of me. I'm more than this. And we all are. We all are more than that one thing than, than we can define ourselves with. Maybe that one thing you're defining yourself with is your, um, y- you know, a, a disease that you may have or something that happened to you in the past. You know, you know, I even speak to lots of beautiful souls as well that like they define themselves as someone that has anxiety and, you know, you can have anxiety, but you don't have to make that the definition of who you are, because then we ingrain it into our being and we don't give ourselves wiggle room to truly step into the the depth of who our soul wants to be. So, you know, through this process of me kind of going on my own spiritual journey and awakening, and as well just putting more time and effort into finding out who I am and what I want outside of being an athlete, it really allowed me to find this deep fulfillment outside of sport, um, which I'm really grateful for, because a lot of athletes really, really struggle. And to be honest, one of the things that happens after you go to an Olympics, because as we know, the law of polarity, you know, there's, equal and opposite on both sides. With black, there's white, there's with happy, there is sad. When you experience such a high, you do have a low on the other side. You know, everyone cares about you for two weeks, maybe three, maybe a month, right? Maybe a couple months. And then life goes back to normal. And no one like really cares that much anymore. You know, it's not on TV all the time. People aren't always asking you about it or messaging about it. And you have this really deep low. And and maybe someday I'll speak about that for myself. But the reason that I'm here today is because watching the Olympics has reminded me of something that I feel really passionate about that I really wanted to share in this episode, which is so incredibly important, not only for manifesting and stepping into who we, wanting, who we are wanting to be, but to really cultivate a deep sense of self-worth. Because I truly believe the more that we value ourselves and the more worthy we feel, that is when we just become this magnet for our manifestations and for our desires in our life because we hold that standard for ourselves. And if you guys haven't had a chance to listen to episode nine, I really highly suggest it. I got some incredible feedback on that when I'm talking about holding the standard for our life. But what, you know, I have titled this episode, as you guys would have seen, is, you know, stepping up to the pedestal with your role models. And what the heck does that mean? Um, because I think it is incredible to have role models, have people that you look up to, um, you know, and, uh, another common term, if you ever follow, um, an incredible lady that speaks about manifestation is Lacey Phillips and she coined the term expanders. And I've actually, I actually use that in my program as well, um, because I think it's an incredible, um, shift in understanding what role models are An expander really is someone that you look up to that you see yourself in that is proof to your subconscious that it is possible for you, maybe because they come from the same socioeconomic background, maybe they're the same race, maybe they have a similar um, life story, maybe they have a similar energy to you and you just feel like you could be them, you know, and you really look up to them. And the thing with expanders, and this is what I want you guys to know, when you're watching these Olympians or you just have people that you follow online or in your life that you really look up to, the reason that you see that in them is because that exists inside of you. You have all of that inside of you that you look up to in them. And what that is really doing is being a reminder to the essence of your soul and like a little whisper in your ear of that's possible for you too. But how often do we kind of shake it off and be like, oh no, they're just so cool. I could never be like them. They're just like, I just like love everything about them. Um, and what I'm going to share with you guys today is kind of you know I had this really unique opportunity of seeing behind the scenes and meeting a lot of people that you know maybe average person wouldn't have the chance to meet you know billionaires, prime ministers, governor generals, Olympians, world champions, um, you know princes, princesses. Like I've had the chance to meet all these incredible people, and um, just see a different perspective of this, which I think is really incredible. And and I want this to really be a big switch in your life um, with anyone that you look up to, whether this be online, whether this be a celebrity, whether this be someone that you want to be like. And it really, the essence of it is not fangirling or fanboying because what you're doing when you're in that energy you know when and when i'm saying fangirling i mean like oh my god you're just so cool and you know when you see people and they just cry when they see like their favorite celebrity or their favorite person out there and they're just so overwhelmed that they can't help but sob you know we we can see this a lot on, on um in the media but when you do that that is the energy of them having power over you and you are automatically placing yourself on a lower scale than them And I want you to know, I don't believe that there's any scale. I believe that we are all in this big field and we are just playing different games. There is no vertical, vertical ladder of worth of who's better than us. There's no one that's better than us. We are all equal. We're just playing in different fields. But when you do that, when you fangirl someone, you know, and this can happen with obsessions about someone as well, you are automatically devaluing yourself because your energy is like, they are so much better than you. They are so much more worthy than you. The ground that they walk on is gold. I'm going to kiss my arm. I'm going to tattoo that signature on my body. You are like the essence of that is you are devaluing yourself. That's ultimately what you're doing. And at the same time, when you do that, it is kind of blocking you from stepping into that energy because that energy is, I could never be there because they're so much better than me. So you're really blocking you being able to step into that yourself. And, and this has happened to me as well. And I say this in a very humble way because I, I am not on the scale of, you know, some, many of the people that exist out there with these massive, massive followings or huge celebrities and stuff like that. But I have experienced this to a degree and I found it really, really interesting because everyone that we look up to, everyone that we look up to that, you know, whether this be like the Queen of England or, you know, a celebrity or a musician or an influencer or a TikToker, whatever it may be, they're just a regular fucking human being they shit they go to the toilet and they pee and they have hard days and they've cried and they are just a regular human being yeah some of them may have more privileges based on where they have gotten to them the, in the world right but they still poop <laughs> just <laughs> like you and me Right. And when you treat them as if they are better than you, it comes into this space where you actually can't become friends with them. And 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 and, and bring yourself to that level. And that's why I really wanted to call this like step up to the pedestal with your role models. Step up to know that you are at their level. Because, you know, what's happened to me and, and I've gone to speak, um, you know, at schools or at workplaces or, you know, even when we were in Rio and if, when we would wear our Olympic uniform, like people would I remember we went to, uh, oh, my gosh, the big Jesus. I forgot what he's called. Um, uh, Jesus, the big Jesus in Rio. Oh, my God. Someone's going to like crucify me on that. Oh, lol. Pun, pun intended. Crucify me on that. Um, you, might not, you might not get that. Anyways, we went to the Big Jesus in Rio um, as a day when we had um, some time to go and do some sightseeing, which we didn't have much time when we were competing at the Olympics. And we were you had to wear your Olympic outfit, so we went up there and everyone realized that we're Olympians and we were being like mobbed. It was really crazy because like I'm like these people don't even know who I am. I'm just wearing Olympic like I'm just wearing my Australian uniform, and all these people were wanting to take pictures with us, and it was really bizarre. Um, and then. <laughs> The same thing has kind of happened, you know, if I've gone to speak in schools and and, um, people just be like, oh, my God, it's just like so cool. And you're amazing. And what kind of happens is that like it's really hard for me and this I'm coming from a personal perspective and I have not experienced the level of fame at all that most people have experienced and I just want to preface that but I use it as a really great observation tool where it's like you can't I couldn't actually have a conversation with them because they're just so wrapped up in me being this like god you know god energy which I'm not I'm just another human being um that it kind of makes it really awkward to communicate and to to like be at the same level and you your and your exchange with that person can only go so far. But and this is where I'm saying you can still look up to people guys. You can still really like want to be like someone. But if you ever encounter them, just treat them like a normal freaking human being. Because that's honestly what these people want to be treated like as well. And I say this from experience. So I've had the privilege, um, you know, from being on the Olympic team and the Australian team to be around, you know, billionaires. We had a really, um, the Australian team had a really close relationship with uh, Mrs. Reinhardt, Gina Reinhardt. If you guys don't know her, she's one of the wealthiest women in the world. Um, She's a billionaire and we got to, gotten to fly on her private plane and, um have a lot of really cool experiences with her personally in her home and all this stuff. And she is just another regular human being. She, but she's in Australia. She can be in the tabloids. She literally has billions and billions of dollars. (laughs) Uh, I think she's the top like 10, you know, in the top 10 richest women in the world. Um, and you could see people interact with her and when people would be in that fangirl place, it really makes it hard to have an exchange and to and hard to like have, form a relationship with someone. But when you treat them with respect, as we treat everyone, I truly believe, when you treat them with respect and come to them and treat them like a regular person, you're actually bringing yourself up to that level, bringing yourself up to that frequency, and it, that elevating your own self-worth. Because what they have there in your field, if you guys have the chance to listen to my um, episode, which I'm going to share on the quantum field, um, you know, they are in your field because that is within you use that as proof of your success use that as proof that you're doing something good right you're in that energy and and treat them like a human being and that will automatically elevate your self-worth and i had this you know again i i'd be a lot around a lot of um, olympians obviously and a lot of you know world champions and people would go up to them and totally fangirl and it becomes this awkward exchange i've even, w- even watched this like in documentaries and stuff. But when you treat them like a human being, you elevate yourself to that level. And because everything is relative, right? Everything is relative. In that situation, you may feel or think that they are above you. But compared to someone else, they are below them. But there is no scale anyways because we're all in a a freaking field playing our own games. And I really felt this as well. Um, from my own experience when I actually got to the Olympic Village which was super interesting because before the Olympics I was like you know I was pretty stoked on life you guys know my story by now and if you haven't go listen to episode one like it was pretty like mind-blowing I was like super excited that I was there I remember like we were going to um we were flying to Rio and we're in the Sydney airport in Australia and like the Olympic stuff is everywhere right like at that point, it's like on TV. It's it's like on ads. Like it's on everything, um, and, uh, and and we're wearing like Olympic clothing. And some people would like stop us in the airport and stuff. And this one guy, um, he just asks like where are you going, and we're like oh Rio, we're going to Rio, you know, and you know thinking that people would would know that men we're going to the Olympics. And then he goes oh, really? Why why? I was like oh we're going to compete in the Olympics. He's like wow, is that now? I had no idea. (laughs) And it was just this moment of just being so humbled. We're like, that dude didn't give a fuck. And that's that's totally fine, right? But sometimes when it can seem like your whole world is just not as big a deal to someone else. Um, And then, you know, but I was feeling, we were feeling pretty special, you know? Like, people were cheering for us. People were taking pictures. Like, it was exciting. And then we get to the Olympic Village. um, And it's a totally different situation because in Australia, we were one of and I was one of 422 Olympic athletes out of 25 million people. Like, we were, I felt special at that moment. And you get to the Olympic Village and you're one Olympian in 10,000 Olympians. And you realize you're not special anymore. <laughs> Literally, everyone walking around there is at the Olympics. So you're like, oh. Well, I don't feel as special because and then there's like another like, you know, uh, hierarchy that people can see. Because I remember even people saying to me, they're like, oh, is, is it your first Olympics? And I was like, yeah, just the pinnacle of my life. But, you know, it's just only the first time I've been here. <laughs> Some people have been like four times. <laughs> um, but it was super interesting because it just made me realize, again, it's all relative. Right. And we were all like the top elite athletes in the world at that time. Um, and, and you could even see it with some of the, and and, and like, we were kind of all equal, but you could even see what I was explaining as well with some of the more, I use air quotes, elite athletes. So, you know, like the Usain Bolt, the Michael Phelps, like the, the big names, the, um, Djokovic, like the tennis player, like these people that, you know, we know as household names, they just have like one name and (laughs) you know them and, um, people would fangirl them. And it creates this really interesting energy where you're devaluing yourself. I even had this really beautiful story with um, a friend of mine, um, Tamsin, who's, um, actually at this Olympics, she is an incredible story anyways. Um, she's a really beautiful human. She was 17 at the Rio Olympics and she, she walked, she was, um, walked away for a few years and went to uni and 11 months ago, um, she decided to come back, um, once the Olympics was moved and decided to go again and she made it, which is amazing. Um, and she's, um, she's in, the games again but she was sharing this really interesting story because in Rio she actually won a silver medal and and she at one point was standing beside with her silver medal she was standing beside Djokovic um if you don't know Djokovic he's probably one of the top tennis players in the world um he like very very um wealthy and very well known in the tennis realm um I think he's from Croatia as well and she was standing beside Djokovic and Djokovic hadn't won a medal. And in the Olympic world, once he's like, the games are on, you kind of there becomes this like hierarchy that people see. It's like, oh, you're a gold medalist. Oh, you're silver medalist. Oh, you're a four time Olympian. And technically, like in that realm, she was higher than him. But he was freaking Novak Djokovic. But all of a sudden, it's all relative again. And he is no better than her, and she's no better than him. But it's just this, this hierarchy that we place people on, and we like devalue ourselves within that. And it's such an interesting perspective because to see from from the inside and from the outside, because we are all equal. We are all equal. No matter what the fuck you've done, no matter how much money you've made, how how many accolades you have at the bank, how many degrees that you have, how many gold medals that you have, how many followers that you have, you're exactly the same as everyone else because we all poop. (laughs) And it's not because we poop, but we are all the same. You're the same as the person that picks up the garbage. You're the same as the person... That does the job that no one wants to do, but thank God for them. We are the same as the people in all different parts of the world, no matter what gender, no matter what race, we are all equal. There's going to be people that are going to try and tell us, yes, definitely, that there's a hierarchy, but at our soul level, guys, we are all the same. You know, whatever you believe in, whether it, it is a God in organized religion or it is um, spirit or is it just more new age understanding that we are all souls living a human experience. There wasn't some of us coming down here where it's like, oh, yeah, that one's definitely more worthy than that one. Yeah, we're going to just make sure that this one feels that one's more important than this one. No, we are all so incredibly worthy and deserving But we come into this world and we're thrown into this place with all these conditions and these statuses, whatever that may be, where we start to think that we are less worthy than other people or we are more worthy than other people. And it's a total lie because there is no hierarchy. We're just playing in different fields. We're just playing in different fields. So when you are seeing these people that you look up to that are your role models or your expanders or you want to be like someday, realize that you are seeing that in them because that exists within you. And instead of if maybe you're on the other side, maybe you're not fangirling. Maybe you're from the place of you're like, oh, well, easy for them to do that because they have all of this on their side realize that you have that exact capability within you. The only thing that is separating you from them is deciding. Deciding if you want that to be your truth. And I know that can seem ridiculously simplistic, And there's the nuances of of obviously our pain and our belief systems. And yes, sometimes there can be political barriers or socioeconomic barriers that make things more hard for people. And I believe that we're moving into a world where we're trying to create that deeper equality for all. That's the world that I choose to see. But you ultimately have all the capability within you to be exactly like them. Except they decided and they took action. And maybe you haven't yet. And you might be really pissed at me now for me saying that. And this is where I really, really am a champion of radical responsibility, radical self-responsibility for your beliefs, your actions, your inactions, because there's no one that you can blame for your life except for you. And I believe there is no blaming. It's not the thing that happened to you when you were younger. It's not how your parents raised you. It's not the place that you were born into. Take radical responsibility for the life that you are living and that you have all of the capability inside of you to become the person that you are desiring to be. You just need to grasp that. Because I can tell you no matter what, And yes, I said, sometimes there are those socio-economic and political barriers that make it more challenging for people, but I can guarantee you there are still people within that subsection of this world that have still achieved more than you. And I'm not saying that to put you down because I cannot put you down. You are so ultimately worthy, but I'm saying that to ignite you. Because... What you see on in those role models of you, what you see in those Olympians, what you see in those people that you look up to, is the world just reflecting to you that that is in yourself. And the thing is as well, friends, maybe you're not someone who wants to be that, I use air quotes again, big person. Maybe you don't want to have millions of followers or millions of dollars or become an Olympian or an author or speaker or you know a business owner and that's totally fine you get to live in your happiness and your truth but even in that energy you can still deeply value yourself deeply value yourself and know that if you decided someday you could do that but you might just be happy where you are and that's totally fine too Not everyone has to go after those big things. If you want to, I give you ultimate permission. And if you don't, that is totally fine as well. You get to live your truth, whatever feels good to you. Not based on what anyone else tells you. Not based on what anyone else tells you. But step up to the pedestal with your role models. And know that that is all within you. And no one is more worthy than you. And you get to hold that worth for yourself. And I'm so incredibly passionate about this topic because I've just been able to see behind the scenes, which has been really fascinating. And, and has taken, I've been observing this for quite a few years. And I want you guys to rise up. And another, you know, a little example that I want to share as well is um, I, me and Luca lived in Bali for about a year. Um, And one of the reasons that we actually moved to Bali, um, not only because it was like kind of a bucket list thing that I really wanted to do, um, and it just seemed really cool, but me and him were wanting to be in this field of, you know, being coaches, being online, being able to build a business and help lots of people. And what I know from having done it before and and having all these experiences, if you want to be where you want to be, surround yourself with the people that are already there. Surround yourself with the people that are already there or that are on their way to being there as well. Surround yourself with the environment that is going to support you. And Perth, where we were living, is beautiful, um, but I just felt like I needed to change and so did Luca. And not only is Bali a beautiful place that I wanted to be, but I also know that there's a lot of nomadic people that work online and do incredible things that live there. And I said, I was like, I want to be in that field. I'm putting myself in that field. Because I know that being around those people, it's going to make me rise up into that energy. And I even said to Luca, and, and I'm going to use this example, because um, I think it's pretty cool. Maybe this is my intuition. Maybe this is my knowing. Maybe this is my experience. But there were some people that we saw there that I remember saying to, that, like, we followed online beforehand. Um, you know, and one of them actually, I'm going to use specifically is Matt Kama. If you guys um, have, um, he's amazing. And he talks a lot about trauma and relationships and, and toxic behaviors and relationships and how to heal that. And, um, he's been in this field for a long time and doing stuff online for a long time. And I followed him, I think he was at 30,000 followers at the time. And I think now he has like 125 and like 700,000 on TikTok, um, uh, and 125 on Instagram. And I remember saying to Luke at the time, cause I had actually followed him for quite a few years just just because i don't even know why but i remember saying to luca i was like we're gonna be friends with him we're gonna be friends with him and luca kind of looked at me um and and we got there and we started to be around these people that had these you know i say quote unquote big followings (laughs) and they are just regular people (laughs) they're just regular people that go through their ups and downs you know their life isn't a magical instagram reel (laughs) But they built this thing for themselves, which is awesome. Good on them. They've taken a leap for their life, and a lot of them are helping a lot of people, and it's amazing. And being in that environment, we started to be surrounded by those people. And we started to become friends with those people. And uh, one day, it's actually a pretty cool story, um, Luca reached out to Matt Kama to uh, get him to be on his podcast, to be on Luca's podcast. Um, And Luca was reaching out to lots of different people, and, you know when people the thing is when people do have you know bigger followings um it sometimes it can be hard to see all the messages which is totally fair you know that some some of these people get hundreds of messages a day um so you know didn't think um, anything of it and then that day we drove from Ubud which is in the middle of the island down to Canggu um, which is uh, like more by the ocean um, for Luca to go play rugby um, and I went and did some work and I went to come and pick him up and I'm watching them for a little while and I was like are you kidding me and I'm looking at the field and I realize that Luca is playing rugby with Matt Kama. This dude that I said six months previously, we're gonna be, you're gonna be friends with him, <laughs> and this guy that he had just sent an Instagram message that morning that he wanted to be him to be on his podcast, and and then we struck up a conversation afterwards, and I was just like, so interesting, because you know, I'm like, well, not only did I call it, which is crazy, but Luca and um, Matt did end up becoming really good friends, and in that moment when we first met him who he's just another regular person right if we were in the energy of like oh my god I'm so excited to meet you I told my boyfriend last year that we were going to be friends with you and now we're here and you're so cool and I just love everything you do it would have been like really awkward right really awkward like then you kind of like you separate you energetically separate yourself from that person but instead we were just chatting with them and you know chatting about like some of the stuff that he was doing even though like you know we we followed his stories we kind of knew anyways but just chatting and treating him like a normal person and we actually ended up telling him that story like four or five months later um when we when we were good friends and and lucas is, is closer with him um of course but um it was just one of those you know, a beautiful example of everything that we saw in him, we have in ourselves. But if we were in the fangirling energy, we would have completely devalued ourselves and energetically blocked ourselves from stepping into that. So this is my deep reminder to you to so incredibly deeply value yourself and know that you are just as worthy and just as amazing as everyone out there that you look up to abso freaking Luly. And when you do look up to people, look up to them as inspiration, as expansion for yourself, that you can be there too, but not that they are better than you. And not that they are some guru has that has all the answers that you do not have access to. You have access to all of those answers within your own life experience as well, which I think is so important to remember. And know that you are so incredibly and deeply and divinely worthy. I think that this has been a really powerful and um, probably interesting episode as well, hearing some more behind the scenes, I guess, of my journey in my life. Um, And one of the things that I want to share with you as well, because I'm so incredibly passionate about self-worth, is that I'm holding a free three-day, well, three-part self-worth workshop starting September 4th, 2021. Um, where we're going to be diving into how to cultivate this self-worth in you. Because now that I've said this, right? It's like, okay, cool. Well, how do I feel worthy? How do I make the change? How do I like see myself on the level of these people that I look up to? Um, so I am running this um, three-part training, which is totally free, leading into my incredible program, Worthy. Um, where we work on claiming all of that and claiming your divine inherent self-worth so that you know the cool thing that I love you know talking about in worthy is like it is it's a natural manifestation method you know without us having to like sit down and like uh, like think about everything that we're desiring to bring forward into our life when we start to clear the things that are subconscious that are blocking us from From claiming our divine self worth, we start to step into higher frequencies and just naturally manifest the person, the life, the things that we are desiring because we hold a higher standard for ourselves. And this has been absolutely like, oh oh my gosh, I totally lost the word. I was going to say pivotal, maybe that's the word in my life. because it's really helped me bring forward all the things that I have now. And I, I believe so deeply that I will continue to have, but it's not just about me. I want you guys to get there as well. So if you guys are wanting to join the three-part self-worth workshop, you can go and check out the, the show notes in this podcast and register. Like I said, it is totally free. And you guys are going to love it. It's going to be on Zoom um, and um, stream through Facebook, a uh, Facebook group as well. Um, and there will be a recording if you cannot join live. And I'm going to give you guys some stuff, um, some like homework, not like hard homework, some like journaling stuff to do in between. And it'll be super powerful. And I'll be doing a really powerful, um, uh, teaching you guys a really powerful and simple technique for you to um, help to self-rewire your subconscious to step into the energy and the person that you're wanting to become. Um, and taking you through a really beautiful meditation. Oh my God, meditation. That's all. And that workshop um, is primarily for women. If you are a man and you would like to join, you're more than welcome. My program, Worthy, is just for women, um, because we do talk about um, you know things in there like the menstruation cycle um, and and the other parts that come with being a uh, as as someone who's born a woman and chooses to live their life as a woman. Um, but I do have other programs that are open to, um, more as well. Um, so if you're interested in that, please, um, go and join and register in the link below. I would absolutely love to see you there. And if you have loved this episode, please share with me as well. I love hearing your guys's feedback and it absolutely gives me drive and light and knowing for all the things that I want to share moving forward. So thank you for listening. Know you are so fucking worthy and have the most beautiful day. Welcome to the other side, beautiful souls. I so deeply appreciate you spending this time with me. My intention with this podcast is to uplift, love on and inspire you and align my actions with this intention. But as with everything in the world of personal and spiritual development, take what feels good for you and leave the rest. As a white, able-bodied, cisgender woman, the perspectives I share here are inherently affected by my privileges. I'm actively invested in learning how to elevate and support lived experiences beyond my own, and I'm always open to and grateful for your feedback. I am listening. No matter who you are, where you're from, or where you're going, I see you, I love you, and you matter. So thank you for listening, beautiful souls, and I'll see you next time.